Hey everybody, welcome to the Team Honey Podcast. We're super excited, episode one. Um, I'm here with Carson Jones, I'm Jeremy Lamp. Um, this is going to be an exciting adventure for everybody, right? Absolutely. Like Absolutely. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. This is the One Lounge, the Realty One Group Goldmark One Lounge. This place is awesome. You can come in here any time of day. There's something cold to drink, something warm to drink. Usually have music going, shut it down so we can record here now, but uh, usually something enjoyable in here. It's a great spot to come in and find out about real estate, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, we're uh, we're open every uh, weekday and even Saturday. Somebody's usually in here, so if you have real estate questions or just questions about the local area, it's a great place to stop. So we're right on Main Street downtown, Main Street in between St. George Boulevard and Tabernacle. So uh, yeah, come on over and see us over here. Absolutely. So what, what do you think, what is our goal? Before we introduce ourselves, what's yeah. our goal with the podcast, do you think? I mean, honestly, I think our goal with the podcast is uh, to be determined. I think right now, I would just say is let's just, let's just get some info out there, talk about a little bit of real estate stuff, a little bit about just some business experiences that we've had. We'll have a lot of guests on the show, um, lenders, title companies, home warranty companies, uh, insurance agents, just anybody who can just spit out a little bit of knowledge for for whatever that is and and feel free to comment if you guys see uh hey i i want to learn a little bit more about this and this and this we'll i mean we'll find somebody we'll bring them on here yeah we'll find an export for it right yeah absolutely and each show will kind of have a little different theme we'll throw in a bunch of little real estate snippets on there so yeah yeah i'm really looking forward to one of the things i'm excited about is doing some on-site recordings right? right like we won't always be here at the one lounge i want to go over to a title company and sit down and have them introduce us to their employees and yeah. what they do and what their whole system is and all that stuff well and that's a great point because i think a lot of people when they uh start a real estate transaction they think that you pretty much just write an offer get it accepted and a few days later you close yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot that goes on through that and so yeah. we kind of explain a little bit more of that process and explain why it's important to hire the right people in title lending, uh, your agent, your home warranty company, uh, all these different things, why it's important to hire each one of those specifically um, to make your transaction go go smooth. Because if one of the parties is not doing their job correctly, there's a lot of bad things that can happen. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah I agree. We'll go, we'll talk with a lot of different, uh, different people like that for sure. So to start, I, tell me about you a little bit. Absolutely. So like I said, I'm Jeremy Lamp. I'm new to real estate. Um, I haven't been doing it long. I've done purchases and sales in the past, obviously, and I worked in construction where we we built custom homes, and I worked with a lot of real estate agents there, and I kind of understand that whole process as I was the superintendent. So I really have a good knowledge of it, even from the commercial side. Um, My background is a lot of entrepreneurial stuff, so we would find commercial buildings. Um, I would work those contracts, do a lot of those things, and so I have a lot of knowledge that way, but I always felt like there was a real lack of service here in this industry, and that's why I started to look at getting into it more and say, hey, let's get into it and provide something that's not being done. Right. Um, everything I've done in the past is service-related, whether it's truck driving, um, firearms-related. Every business I've ever been in has always been providing a service to the customer. Right. Right. And, and I think that that's what we need to do here. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it. Uh, the clients I've already worked with, they've been excited with what I've been able to provide to them. And they're, you know, already referring people over, which is course, great, you know. Well, and so you've done sales. You've done uh, selling uh, RVs. You've sold yep. guns. Yep. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your experience with that. So sales and marketing, I've done a lot of it every, all the way through, and, and to include recruiting, right? So right. Which is definitely just sales and marketing. Um, everything I've 
done through that has been building me up to the point where I feel like now I'm an expert in the sales relationship and the marketing relationship. So every, I take all that information. So the little different with RV is they a lot of people come in and they're looking for a specific RV similar to a house, right? They're right. looking for certain things. You may or may not have it on the lot. You know, you just might not. And we'll get into this a little more in a little bit, but are, are you the RV guy that's going to go find them what they want and bring yeah. it into the lot? Yeah. Or are you yeah. just going to be like, sorry, I don't have it. Go across the street. For sure. You know what I mean? So I've taken all that information. I actually wrote a book um, on how you to did, do sales. Yes. Yep. In fact, that's on Amazon. Isn't it is it? on Amazon. You can order that in, on Amazon or get a hold of me. I've got copies I'll sell to you. Awesome. Um, and it's basically a daily guide to sales, like how to be successful in sales. Follow this pattern. Yeah. And it's really about the work, right? But you follow it, and I guarantee if you follow it for a year, you will be leaps and bounds where you were from the year before. So. Well, that's awesome. And one thing I'll say about Jeremy is that uh, when I, uh, I'm, I'm in charge of a lot of the recruiting for Team Honey here at Realty One Group. And uh, one thing that, that we kind of try to pride ourselves in is bringing agents on the team who either A, already have a lot of experience in real estate, know a little bit of what, about what they're doing, or somebody who we could just see a huge amount of potential. You didn't have that real estate experience, right? But all of us agreed, myself and the other two team leaders, we all agreed the second that we met you, we said, this guy, he could start and two weeks into his real estate career, he's gonna be probably at the level, if not higher, than many agents who have been doing this for two to five years or more. That's awesome, thank you. And uh, absolutely, and a lot of that is just how you present yourself in terms of when you're talking to somebody, you have that sales background, and then hearing you on the phone is, is huge. And so uh, I'll just give you that. I mean, if you, if you want somebody who uh, um, is gonna be motivated in whatever they do, whether they're selling RVs, guns, or if they're selling you a house, uh, I think this is a really good, really good guy to talk to and learn from. So um, I've learned a lot from you, even though uh, I've been in real estate longer than you. It doesn't mean that I don't learn from you pretty much every day. So. I appreciate it. I Absolutely. think that the, the key to sales, and I think that you're really good at this, everyone on the team I've seen is really good at this, is we don't sell you, right? True. You're, you're providing a value to them and getting it done. It doesn't come across as I'm a used car salesman and yeah. I'm not demeaning them. I've sold cars too, yeah. right? But that's the image people have, you know, grease back hair and I'm trying to get you into yeah. something you don't want, right? Of course. And that's not us. And and that's, you know, let's, let's bounce to you because I think that's, you know, one of the things that I was excited about is your guys' entrepreneurial mind, right? You right. guys were like, this isn't a place for agents to come that don't want to work. This is a place to come for agents who want to learn and do a good job. And where did you get that? Like, what's, tell me some more about you. Yeah, I mean, so I, I grew up, uh, I was just that crazy kid, did terrible in school, but I, I, I always had drive to do what I wanted to do. And I think that's, that's what my entire business life has turned into because I started, I, got, I graduated high school and I went straight to golf. I was actually a professional golfer for a little while. Didn't have a ton of success with, uh, with professional golf, but uh, when I was 20, I actually purchased a golf company. I made custom golf clubs for people, so I did sales there, custom golf club fittings. Uh, I did that in California for a while and then moved the business out here. And then while I was doing that, I ended up getting my real estate license uh, while I was running that company. I got my real estate license and just started realizing, was like, hey, I mean, real estate is something where I actually see an enjoyable career, could be a long-term, great career for myself and my family. Golf started getting to the point where the majority of my business was uh, selling to people in 
Dubai and uh, in the UK and just all over the world and other states here in the United States. And I said, I'm sitting here in this uh, brick and mortar store. And I mean, I don't even need this to be here because I'm selling all over the world online. So so I really started going and going with real estate and then just took off. And, and I realized what it took to uh, to become that top producing agent. And uh, within two, three years here of being, being an agent, I've gotten to the point where, hey, now I can make a, a successful, good living for myself and my family, uh, hopefully for many years to come. Uh, but I, I try to do things a lot differently. And I try to do that in, in every business aspect that I've done uh, for any business that I've run. But do things differently in terms of, uh, yes, customer service, but more of, I don't want to be like all the I mean, honestly, 1,200 other agents in Washington County. Yeah. I want to be that agent where, no, I don't have 40 listings going at one time. Right. Because if I have 40 listings going at one time, how much time am I going to have to focus on your specific house? <laughs> Not much. Not much at all. Nope. I see so many agents say, yeah, I want to be that uh, that top producing agent, uh, that, that guy from L.A. who's uh, who's got all the listings. He's, he's running the whole show, right? I mean, that sounds cool and everything, but also got to remember – he's not getting referrals from those clients and whoever that top producing agent they're not getting referrals from those clients and then later on when that client that he just sold that house to wants to then sell their house later on there's no way they're calling them back because they didn't get that personal service that uh um that you should be getting right and so i pride myself in being that agent who hey we're going to get the deal done we're going to get it closed smooth and we're going to probably get it closed a lot smoother than most agents you'll ever see um the the biggest downfall to that is no, I'm not going to be able to do a hundred million dollars a year because I'm not trying to, right? And I think it's just a, I think it's a disservice to clients when you try to take on that much. You don't have time for them. Yeah, so. I, I totally agree with you. I think you're spot on there, and it's working for you. Last year, you were a top agent. Yeah, yeah. For all of Realty One in this area, yeah. right? So I mean, that was awesome. So it's working. You're you're taking an approach that is. It is customer service minded, but it's right. not like number one. You're not afraid to say no, right? Right. If it's not the right deal, if it's not the right thing, it, it is. And, and honestly, you're gonna get no. You're gonna get no answers from clients when you cold call. When you when you go knock on somebody's door, they're gonna say no all the time. Yes. Right. And that's another thing. When somebody calls me and they tell me to f off on the phone, oh. I, I'm not gonna get on the phone again and call them back the next day. I'll let them be. Right. Right. Now. And is there still a chance I might have missed out on that sale because I didn't continue to go? Yes, fine. But um, at the same time, hey, if, if if you don't want to work with me, don't work with me, right? But uh, yeah. I, I think sometimes people are so desperate to get that next sale that they will do anything and they'll work with anybody, even if it's going to make their life worse. Just whatever it takes, if I have to call you a million times, I just want that sale, right? I'm more like, hey, if you don't want to have a relationship with me and have a good, I mean, long-term uh, um, long-term friendship, then let's not work together. There's no point. Right. Uh, so and that's a lot of what we've done here with the team. And, yes. and so myself, Dylan Hoskins, Lance O'Born, we started uh, Team Honey 
uh, back in October of 2020, and uh, we started the team. And really, what we what we realized after a few months is we said, "Hey, you know what? We want to have agents who want to be here. We want to have agents who want to be here, who want to learn, and who want to make real estate their career long term." And I think there's a big difference in some agents that that just say, "Yeah, no, I want to do real estate. I want to sell a couple houses." Great. So does the other 1,200 agents who are here, right? Um, so we really focus on bringing agents on who are willing to make mistakes. They don't want to sit in a seminar all day. Uh, and there's somebody who wants to take their maybe past sales of only maybe one, two million a year and bring that up to 10 to 20 million a year and then eventually higher, then get to the point where, you know what, hey, I'm good. Maybe I don't need a team. Maybe I don't need the leads or the training anymore. I can go start my own team or I can go start uh, start my own brokerage, whatever that is. And so I think there's so many agents who they just start with something and they just get stuck there forever. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if you're an agent watching it all, I mean, feel free to call us. I mean, call us. I mean, we're, uh, again, we're picky. We are very picky about who we bring on the team because we want this to be a team where we have people like Jeremy who they're go-getters and we'll start a podcast together. We'll talk about whatever it is, but um, they're go-getters and they want to make this something where they have something different than everybody else here in town. Yeah. You know, last night I was thinking about it again. I was like taking notes for today, right? Try to, I try to be a little prepared. I was terrible at school, never did a good job in school, but now I'm kind of learning how to be prepared a little bit. Yeah. So I didn't. I was doing some preparation last night, and I, the number that staggers me more than anything is that seventy percent of people don't use their agent again. Yeah. Now think yeah. about the size of this town. You know, we're right around two hundred, two hundred twenty-five thousand, something like that, right in this area. Right. They expect that to double, but in that doubling, if you're Seventy percent of your people aren't reusing you. You're going to run out of clients. You will. You will. You know what I mean. You're going to have a problem there real fast. And and yes, let's say this gets to half a million people. It's a lot. Yeah. At the same time, it's not. It's not that many. The word of mouth around here is is massive. Yep. And you're going to see a lot of a lot. I can go out and do a great job. Okay. I I can sell a house and I do. I mean, just a fantastic job. They might tell one person, maybe one or two at the most. But if I do a terrible, crappy job, they're going to tell a lot of people. Yes. They're going to write it on Google. They're going to put it on Yelp. They're going to tell all their friends, like, don't use Carson Jones because he was terrible. Uh, he was uh, he, he didn't follow up with us, all this other stuff. So, I mean, when it comes to customer service, it's less of, oh, yes, whatever you say, sir. Like, I'll do, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to, to make you happy. I don't think that's what it is in real estate. Right. Um, I think in real estate, it's making sure that you communicate and get from point A to point Z, uh, and Z being the closing table, uh, smoothly, right? As smooth as possible. For sure. There will yeah. absolutely be hiccups upon, For sure. uh, upon there. And you know what? There's going to be times that I have to call you as a client and say, hey, not great news, but this is what we're going to have to do to get past this. Yep. You know, um, Most agents will almost try to hide it from you. Uh, any, anytime you get that bad news, hey, the appraisal just came in $25,000 under price. Sorry, seller, you're going to have to drop your price by twenty five grand. Yeah, not great news, yeah. but there's ways around that. And then there's also ways to, hey, maybe we don't have to drop it by 25 grand. If we do A, B, and C, um, connect these dots, make it work here, maybe also call back the appraisal, see if we get um, uh, have him re redo the appraisal a little bit with different comps. There's ways around that, and it takes work. I mean, you're working on one of your first deals right now, and you've seen, I mean, if, if something comes in wrong, it's just putting out fires, yep. right? It's putting out fires, but you're putting out fires so that that client recognizes that and then sees in 
two years when their grandparents want to move here too and retire here, yep. they call you and say, hey, I, don't worry, I've got that great agent who, who I can trust and, and, and will do a great job with you. So, Well, no sales-related job that's like true sales, right? If you're selling TVs, that's a little different. For sure. But if you're selling something of substance, yeah. it doesn't end when the customer says yes. Not at that all. That doesn't happen. You, you are working all the way through to the end. Exactly. And, and it's important. And it leads me to what we kind of talked about. We've talked about this the other day. And the way that I want to make sure that we do this is that when we have an idea, let's just get on the mic and talk about it, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And we were talking about Hunter Gatherer. Yeah. And yeah. what the difference is there. Oh, wait. Who's sponsoring this? Oh, sponsoring. Uh, Hannah Knoxon is Hannah sponsoring. Hannah Knoxon is doing this. Should I bring a photo of Hannah here real quick? Let's see Hannah. Uh, so this is Hannah Knoxon. She is one of our agents here at Realty One Group, uh, Goldmark, and Team Honey. So she's with Team Honey. She actually sits right next to Jeremy up there upstairs in our offices. And uh, Hannah, she's all, she's a newer agent, but she's she's kind of that quiet girl who yes. sits in the back, and then all of a sudden she calls you. She's got like five deals happening all of a sudden, and you're like, "Wait, where did this even, come from? Where did this all come from?" <laughs> and she's sitting at her house, or she's uh, who who knows where, and yep. she's getting stuff done. And it's really cool to see. Um, uh, you and I, we were sitting in the office a few weeks ago, and all of a sudden, I get this email from Hannah with this Google Docs sheet of all these expired listings, and she's like, "Hey, Carson, could you just help me find phone numbers to all these?" And I was like. Sure, absolutely. Like, that doesn't happen. Um, she's 22 years old, 21, like 22 that, yeah. years old. And uh, I, I, she actually, she's just quitting her her job that she's been doing full-time for a long time because she's had already a little bit of success in real estate. She just quit her job. She said, I want to do this. Like, let's go. She's one of those it's, ones that just finds success, it, right? Exactly. She she was Miss Southern Utah, is that right? Or, I think, yeah, I think she like just gave up her crown, yeah. Miss Southern Utah. So she's she knows how to present herself. She's very uh, she's very easy to talk to. She's the one that sits next to me, and I end up kicking my table half the time because people call her back all the time. Yeah. And that's a tough thing they don't in this call, business. They don't call us back very much. Not very much. <laughs> no. Who's this gruff guy on the no. other end of the phone? I don't no. want to talk to him. Yeah. But she's so good at, like, even just leaving a message. It's so soft and, For and sure. approachable, and she's really good at that. And, and it's great to have her as a sponsor and uh, uh, to be able to highlight her and what she does. Absolutely. I mean, it's awesome. So so each episode will have a different sponsor. Yeah. We'll, we'll have lender sponsor and we'll have different agents uh, amongst the team or, or if you're not on the team and if you want to sponsor the show feel free to uh, feel free to talk to us sponsor but, and come on and talk to us absolutely you please. know what I mean? mean tell us all about what you do what success you've had um, and uh, yeah I mean so Hannah Knox and she's awesome we'll put her phone number down here at the bottom so feel free to call her if uh, if you don't want to talk to one of us <laughs> which is fine <laughs> absolutely <laughs> all right cool well so let's uh, let's get back to what you were just saying there let me pull this up and make it yeah, nice and big sure so you guys it. can yeah remember who it's a you're great logo to. I love it all right come on get your fingers working no I'm sorry all right anyways so um, hunter gatherers You've yep. been doing a little bit of research on this subject. Yep. Um, this is something that actually you brought up to me. I was sitting at my desk, uh, just so you guys know how it works. Jeremy's office is right next door to mine. Jeremy and a lot of the team members shared an office, and myself, uh, the the transaction coordinator, and the other team leaders, we are all in an office there too. So yep. um, I, I was uh, I was sitting at my desk, just I mean, doing my real estate work, whatever that was. And all of a sudden, he comes in with this subject of like hunter gatherers. Like, what? What are we talking about? Like, what's <laughs> what are you talking about? Are we going hunting? Yeah. I'm like, why? Why is this important to me? Then he kept talking, and I, I started realizing, like, wait, that's actually 
I get it. Like this is actually something that's probably something we need to do a full class on something like Makes this. Makes sense, so, right? So tell us a little bit about what it means, hunter gatherers. What this is going to, uh, uh, what they could take from this. Whether they, whether you guys are selling cars, yeah. whether whether you guys are selling um, insurance, whatever they're whatever they're doing. Even if you're just a, a local pharmacist here in town, how can you be that? How can you be the best pharmacist, right? How can you be the best pharmacist and not just be the same everyday pharmacist? Same thing with, like, dentists. I mean, yeah. there's a billion dentists here in town, but there's some dentists here in town who are just recommended well over the others, yeah. right? Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, about hunter-gatherers, and and then we can play off right. a little bit of that. Right. I'm sure everyone understands where the term comes from, right? It's clear back in the Neanderthal days. You had people that were hunters, and you had people that were gatherers. Right. And the hunters went out, and they took on the beasts, and they brought those back. And the gatherers just gathered the berries and the fruits and things like that. There was no risk involved, right? They didn't do anything extra. They just had to go out and pick it, and there it was. For sure. You know? Um, so when you look at a sales agent... There, there's two types of sales agent. There's the hunter who is not aggressive. That they, they, A lot of people like coordinate that or um, say that's an aggressive person. Right. It's not. Okay. It's not an aggressive person. They're a hard worker, right? If you think about a hunt, and I know not everyone hunts, but if you think about it, and if you've ever watched um, any hunting show, you know, even some on Netflix like uh, Meat Eater or any of those, great shows, and, and it's all done responsibly, but they don't just go out and shoot the first thing they see, right? There are hunters that do that, but those aren't true hunters, right? right? Hunters spend time. They stalk. Think about a lion. He stalks its prey. They they watch the herd for a long time. The, the lion watches and see which one's a little bit slower, you know? They'll have people, you know, back in the day when they were hunting with spears, they'd throw rocks across the way to have the herd move. Hmm. And then they'd watch the herd, how it would move and how they react, so they would know how to uh, go about that. Now you take a sales agent and you say, okay, am I just going out and throwing my spear in the herd and hoping to hit something, right? Yeah. Or am I just going out there and throwing my name out there and, and this is what I'm doing and, hey, I'm an agent, so give me business. Or I'll list your house and you list it and you take some photos and they might even be good photos and you throw them on an MLS and somebody else sells the house for you, right? Right. That to me is not what an agent should be. Every agent should be a hunter. There's yeah. no place for gatherers because yeah. it's not good for the client. Right? It's just not good for them. Right now, we were just talking about this before we started. If you put it on the market, it's going to sell. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it might sell in one to two days, you know. But <laughs> did you get the best offer doing that? Right? Maybe keep it out there a little bit longer. Let's let's market this a little better. Right. And you might have took highest best offer, and it might be 50000 over what yeah. you asked. Yeah. But if we market this right, it might be 80000 over what we asked. Yeah. Because it's going to continue to go up, right? We're going to see the growth, and this value is going to go up. It'll appraise for more as the value continues to go up. And, and appraisals are a little behind right now, and yeah. they'll start to catch up. But the hunter mentality is, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to do everything possible to pick the right client. I'm going to do everything possible to pick you the right house or the right person to buy your house. Right. I'm not just going to accept your listing and have 50 listings on there all at once, have half of them expire, you know, and just have everyone else sell the house for me. That That's a gatherer. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, of the 1,200 that we talked about, probably 900 of those are better or gathering agents. I, I can't agree more. I mean, honestly... I, I, I don't know the bank accounts of a lot of these agents, yeah. but out of the thousand plus agents that we have here in Washington County, unfortunately, there's going to be probably less than 300, might even be less than that, who are actually making a decent living for themselves. For sure. Uh, 
And I think that stems from a lot of them are just waiting for the business to come to them. Yep. Um, it's really hard when you're out hunting to uh, to just sit there and just say, hey, I mean, I just found a spot. I'm on the side of I-15 and uh, I'm just going to wait for an elk to show up here and uh, we'll see when we'll see how we'll long see it happens. takes but it's it's gonna happen right <laughs> unfortunately that's what most agents are doing right now yeah. and then once they get that elk to show up right do you sit and let it rot that's or what's happening do you i mean do you freeze it do you cook it to the point where it's as as good as it could possibly be yeah. right now i think with what you're saying right now is how many how many hunter agents do you think are currently in our market at the moment true hunters true hunters. maybe 15 okay maybe true hunter agents yeah. maybe 15 yeah just from what i've seen and it might be a little more because i'm st- i haven't met them all for sure right for but sure. I, I go off of what i see in the market right yeah. so i go on social media when I, before i joined this team i went on social media and i looked called some brokerages spelt their vibe yeah. you know what yeah. it was to me and what their process was and, and none of them impressed me, yeah. right? Yeah. This did because of what you guys do. Well, and, and I think the reason for that is more of, I mean, you saw me. I'm 28 years old, yeah. right? I yeah. uh, I don't know everything, right? And I told you, I said, I want to learn from you because, yeah. yeah, I can sit here. I'll, I'll, teach our, our, I'll teach our classes that we have going together, but I don't know everything about real estate right. whatsoever. Not None of us do. No. Dylan doesn't. Lance doesn't. Nobody on the team doesn't. Casey, our broker, uh, he's an extremely good realtor here in town. Yeah. He doesn't know everything, but the great thing is all of us are actually willing to learn. Yep. Um, some of these brokerages here in town and throughout the country, it's, hey, no. Great, you put your license with us. You're gonna sit in seminars for the next few months. We're not even gonna let you go out and sell until you learn this, 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 and this. We're more of like, no, you're gonna go out and you're gonna fail. You know, you're gonna screw up that deal. Yes. And and you know what? You might you might say, hey, I've got a twenty thousand dollar check coming in uh, next week, and then all of a sudden something happens with their financing. It falls through, and you just say, wow. I just went from expecting a twenty thousand dollars check to now I don't have anything. They went and bought a car, exactly right before. Exactly, and, and we get through that together, though, yes. right? And yep. and uh, I think that's something that I was missing my first few years as as a realtor is I was on my own, right? Yeah. I uh, uh, the brokerage that I was with, I love the brokerage. Honestly, everything about the brokerage, they just they just kind of dissolved in terms of what we were doing and they actually ended up uh, going to Keller Williams and I decided that just wasn't for me. Yeah. So I came over here, was working with Dylan Hoskins for a little bit and I think both of us realized exactly what you just told me, right? We realized, we said, all these eight, we're all just out here just waiting for the next thing to come. Yep. Let's go get that, right? Right. Let's go find it and then when we find it, in five years from now, all those things that we found a while back, they're having... They're having kids. They're having uh, their aunts and uncles moving here, and suddenly we're the we're the one that they're calling, yeah. right? Um, so I, I, I think it's I think it's a great point. And I think we should talk more about it. I mean, so I'll talk about myself in terms of yeah. hunter gatherer. Yeah, please. Am I a hunter? I want to think so, but I'm probably not. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think uh, there's certain things that I do that are very hunter like. But in a lot of ways, I do probably 5% of what I should be doing in terms of going out and finding that next client, right? It's hard for me to, to come to the office and be like, I am going to make 200 phone calls today. I'm going to sit at my desk and I'm going to do nothing but call, right? Sounds fun. It sounds like something I, I should be doing, right? But when you actually get doing it and when you get told no so many times, it gets discouraging, sure. right? Um, 
probably one of my best features is that, hey, if somebody hangs up on me, I can move on to the next one. Yep. Some people, you get hung up on, and you're, I mean, it, you get discouraged, you're done for the day, right? <laughs> now, with that said, I think there's a big difference in what happens when you get that person to answer, and they take the call, and they say, yeah, I want to list my house, right? Yep. What what are you going to do? Are you going to say, okay, well, I mean, how much do you want for your house? Oh, I want 700000 Okay, we'll list it right at 700000 oh, How much do you want to pay me? I only want to pay you 1.5%. Okay, sounds great. I'll write up the contract. No. Okay, cool. I think that is literally the definition of a gatherer in real estate 100%. right now. And I think we're seeing that on a lot of, yeah. uh, of agents at the moment, especially, honestly, the biggest agents in town. They turn into that, like, whatever you want discount to sign brokerage. on the papers. Yep. They yep. become discount agents. Then they start discounting what they're paying the buyer's agents. Yeah. And so it kind of starts screwing all of us because um, nobody's getting paid. You're going to start seeing people fall out of the business. And then that's how recessions happen when yep. people can't get paid because uh, one or two people screwed up the whole system for yeah. them. Right? Let me throw this out as an offer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you are a listing agent and you're cutting the buyer agent salary yeah you know his percentage or her percentage before you talk to them like it's a negotiation point i get it yeah it might be but if you're listing it for less than the standard three percent come on down here i will give you a free class on on how to hold value in a deal absolutely you know what i mean because you are not doing any service to if you call me if if i i bring you a deal and you call and say hey look man i've got it at three percent to hit the price for your customer i got to do it at two percent we're not going to hit it right I will probably give you that deal because it makes sense. I want to get the deal done, yeah. right? I'm going to talk back and forth. And I'm going to find out the actual numbers. I'm not just going to concede, but you got to hold the value. I, I hold my value on both sides. You're not going to get a discount listing from me unless it's if you if you let me list, you'll also buy from me, right? Right. Because I'm value. I'm spending money, yeah. right? And you're paying yeah. for what I'm going to do for your house. It's not. It, there's no discount there. You can list with some of these brokerages that don't even have a brokerage, right? Of course. There's websites you can just list with them. Oh, it'll be on yeah. everything. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And you're going to get 50 unqualified buyers yep. through your house before you get to it. It might sell, but yeah. you're going to not get qualified buyers. We're bringing qualified buyers to the table because we yeah. pre-qual everybody before we show them your house. Yeah, and, and you're exactly right. And the truth is... My dog could sell your house right now. Sure, you know? absolutely. I mean, a- anybody who knows how to use their phone and take a couple quick pictures, I mean, we could probably get your house sold, yep. okay? But uh, if you want to sell your house for the most it's worth, then you probably shouldn't have your dog sell the house. Probably. Right? Unfortunately, right now, what I would actually say the majority of real estate agents in both this area and honestly across the country what they're doing is they're doing the same that my dog would do when they're yes, selling a house absolutely and uh they're getting a couple pictures throwing it on the on the mls waiting for some other random agent to come in and and you know what it's it probably sells it'll okay? sell but that's because at the beginning that agent just said okay what do you want to sell it for oh 700 oh oh yes sir like okay just sign on the papers here absolutely right absolutely not that's not the thing to do and, and, and i think that's the difference that we teach with team honey uh what you actually learned before you even joined us i mean yeah. y- you knew that right away and i think that's something that 
differentiates us from everybody else. You're not going to see us with 50 with 50 listings because we're not going to go say, yes, sir. I mean, we're just going to list your house for whatever you want and whatever you want to pay us, go for it. You know, I, I don't want a listing that ever expires. No one. Absolutely not. It, and if you tell me that you want to list it well above what we're, it's going to sell for, I'm just going to yeah. tell you I'm not the agent for you. Right. right. Because I don't want my, hind, my sign just hanging in your yard yeah. and then everybody can see it expire. Yeah. Right. I'm going to tell you exactly what we can get for the home. It, this is it, what it is. If you get a listing, the reason that you are also signing that contract with them is because yeah. you truly believe this you will sell. You can sell it. Right. Yeah. And and I think the difference there is that when somebody says, okay, they want they want to sell their house at 700 mm-hmm. okay? Well, in today's market, okay, great, 700 Let me do some work real quick, okay? Before I say yes, let's sell it at 700 let me do a little bit of work, okay? Not paying me anything. I'm just going to go see if I can find this. I'm going to do this, A, before I even come to your house to meet with you. But I'm going to go through and see what it's worth. Okay, well, we just had a couple sales. One was $6.95, one was $7.10 that are comparables. Uh, those were in December. Guess what? The houses in December are worth a lot less than the houses in March. Yes. You know? uh, and now this is 2021 that we're saying this. The market is crazy right now. Yes. Things are selling for high. Okay. Now, just because that person said they want to sell it at that, most agents will just say, absolutely, sounds great. Like, I know this is way underpriced. Great, sign on the paper. Now I know this is going to sell. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to say, you know what? I could probably sell this thing for high 700s, if not close to 800000 Yeah. right? And the fact is, that's actually more than true. In fact, I've seen some houses that sell over $100,000 over the appraisal for sure. value, right? Yeah. And people say, oh, well, I can't sell it for more than appraisal. Heck yeah, you can. Yeah. If your agent knows the tricks knows to, how to do it. get that done. Okay? They know their job. Absolutely. And one thing I do with a lot of my clients is, is I say, hey, commissions are 6%. Okay? 6% commissions, 3% goes to uh, the listing brokerage, and then 3% will go to the buying brokerage. Okay? Yep. So let's say we get to the final deal and they say, you know what? I have to net $750,000. Okay? Well, if you have to net $750,000 and say we're three thousand dollars off okay and yep. you say sorry we're the net is going to be 747 there's i can't do it you know yep. there's agents who will let that deal go they'll say okay well that sucks i mean sorry yeah. i'm getting three percent what's three right. percent of 700 i have no clue i don't have a calculator in front of me <laughs> I, i'm a millennial i can't do that in my head i probably should but uh there's plenty of money in your commissions to negotiate plenty. that now right it's there now you can't do that when you're getting half a percent. No. And one percent. Now you're stuck. Right? Now you're stuck. Whatever the offer comes in at, sorry, I, we have nothing else that we can do here. Leave okay? room to work. Absolutely. Lenders, right now, lenders will pay for part of your closing costs for you. Yeah. But people don't ask. They, they don't ask. They don't ask, okay, what can you do for me? Oh, well, sorry, I already gave you. I mean, I, I'm only getting half a percent. I can't do anything for you now, yeah. right? I threw it on the MLS. Well, okay. You just threw it on the MLS for the lowest price possible, hoping that it sells for that. Yeah. And it probably will. But if you just put a little bit of work, marketing effort into it, then suddenly now you're selling for, I mean, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars more than what they even originally requested. So now the six percent is like, hey, I'll pay you ten percent and I'm still making thirty thousand dollars extra. Yeah. Right. So uh, I think that's something that hunters in town uh, need to do more of. For sure. And when you said that there's 15 here in town, I would actually say that's probably not even true. That, you know? Yeah, probably in um, total. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, I think maybe two years ago, 
there might have actually been 50 plus yeah. okay now the market has shifted now people will they're desperate right yep. they'll do whatever it takes they're like yep nope just sign on the papers like I, I don't care i just need i just need a listing you yeah. know i don't need just a listing no. okay um i need something that is going to uh make you the most money okay yep. agents look at it as okay Oh, this is only a two hundred thousand dollar house. Like, I don't want to list this. It's only going to make me six grand at a full three yeah. percent, right? All right, it's so what? So what? First of all, <laughs> right? But maybe that buyer or seller is in a financial situation where selling that two hundred thousand is going to be the difference between making them uh, lose their house, yep, making the bank own it comes uh, comes a short sale, and the difference between hey. Now we have the ability to, we're going to have to rent for a couple of years. We're going to work. And then in three years from now, we're going to call you because then we're going to be able to afford a half a million dollar house. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, same thing with trailers. There are so many agents who, uh, in fact, we've had agents on our team here that say, no, I don't want to take trailers. I don't want to work with trailers. Okay. Well, they're the easiest deals, man. They're easy. First of all, right. Yeah. Usually you can't get a loan. They're usually going to be cash. cash, but you know what? Sometimes you get those trailers and if you ever go to a little RV community, a trailer community, those people talk. Oh, yeah. Every single person in there knows each other, yep. right? And when your sign goes up in there, they are all talking. They say, oh, how's he doing? Oh, he's doing a terrible job. Like He's he's not following up with me. I haven't heard from him in a week, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's where you get that one client, and all of a sudden it turns into 20, okay? And that $80,000 trailer you just sold just turns into over a million dollars in sales yep. just within that trailer park. And then all of a sudden... There's two or three people in that trailer park who have rich kids who are suddenly buying eight hundred to a million dollar homes. That eighty thousand dollar trailer can turn into five to ten million dollars yeah. worth of sales, and it could turn into that much in a matter of a year or two. Yep. Um, so I think that's a mindset that everybody needs to think of in whatever business they're doing. Right. Um, I go back to uh, to being like a dentist. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dentists right now, it's doctors all over the place. They will literally say, "I'm not taking any new clients because of I have too many. Uh, I've got too many clients right now. I just can't take more. Can't take more. Sorry, we're not gonna. We're not gonna uh, be your dentist. You need to find somebody else, yeah. right? Well, that person they just denied. Okay, fine. Their schedule might be booked. You can still tell them, "Hey, I've got a time." I, you know, I'm just going to have to come in at 6 p.m. You yeah. know, I'm going to have to open up for an extra hour just so I can take you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Guess what? Right now, St. George is popping and it looks like a place where we're going to be like this for a long time. It won't be. No. You know, there's going to be a time where it's going to suck. You know, it's, it's going to be really tough to uh, um, for people to make money around here. You yeah. know, it happens everywhere in the world and it's going to happen sometime. It might not be for another 15 years, you know, but that client that you came in at six o'clock for, that might be what keeps your lights on for the next yeah, for, for, sure. for a while. Right. For sure. You never know. I, I mean, uh, I, I think every business and in fact, Jeff just walked in here and he's he's one of our coaches here. He was uh, selling real estate in Arizona. Yeah. And I, I think Jeff is also a person that we can learn a lot from because Jeff, uh, um, he's seen he's seen a different market. Yeah. Right. And he comes here and he sees uh, he sees all the good and the bad in St. George. Yeah. Similar and, things that they went through. Right. There. That yeah. they've gone through in Phoenix or wherever yep. he was in Arizona. And uh, and he's teaching that to people and and again trying to be different. Right. Yep. So uh, so I think that's great. I mean hunters. Uh, 
I would say everybody strive to be that, but yeah. know what that means. Absolutely. Right? Um, that doesn't mean every single deer that walks by you shoot it. You know, yeah. you can't, right? Right. But it does mean that when you get that, you do what's absolutely best to make it, to get the most out of get it. Get the most out of it. Absolutely. And so. the, you, you need to be asking questions, yeah. right? If, if you're not an agent and you're watching this, right? If you're in the community here in St. George, which I hope a lot of you get to see this, um, ask the questions. What are you going to do to sell my house? Right. Right? And, and don't fall for, I'm going to put, these are all the houses I've sold, or these are all the listings I have. And they're going to show you all those things. And I've even heard of agents right. saying, oh, who else have you talked to? Oh, they haven't sold anything, or they yeah. haven't done this. Yeah. That is terrible, yeah. right? And that is not good for you, okay? If Absolutely. you're in a home and somebody's doing that, that's a terrible person to deal with, okay? You need to ask the questions what they're going to do. And if yeah. they don't list a whole bunch of things, if they say, well, I'm going to take good pictures and I'm going to put it on the MLS and I work with buyer's agents, you're host. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And unfortunately, that's what people are hiring off of. They're like, oh, well, this person, they market in California. Yeah. It's free to market in yeah. California. All you do is you post on the MLS and it automatically goes to Zillow and Realtor.com. They say, oh, well, that, this agent told me he was going to post it here and here and here. Like, yeah. Every single time you put it on the MLS, it does it automatically. Yeah, that's nothing uh, special. It does nothing, right? There's other marketing things that need to be done Absolutely. to bring the right client. Yep. And, and we'll get into some of those at some point. This isn't yeah. obviously the, the show for that, but we'll, we'll get into that and what can be different. Yeah. You know, I, I know my number is 435-619-5730. And if you have an agent that you're talking to and you want to ask me a question to ask them, shoot it and I'll send it to you. Yeah. And have no recourse whatsoever. Yeah. I don't want... I don't steal deals from people. I don't do any of that. But I want you to ask the right questions. And actually, I'll, I'll, I'll attest to that. Yesterday, you got a, a phone call from a client in yep. Salt Lake City, or maybe they—it was, it was Salt Lake. They yep. were selling from Salt Lake City. Yep. They had an agent up there, yep. and you could kind of get the vibe on that phone call where they said, "Hey, well, uh, I have an agent up here. I want to see a couple houses down there." Blah blah. blah. And you could tell they said, "Well, you're probably going to just—I mean—use whoever the agent is up north, right?" right. And. Uh, I think a lot of people would just hang up the phone then. Yeah. They'd say, oh, you have an agent up north, like, so, so be it. Instead, you got on the phone, and you said, hey, no worries. Who's that agent? Let me just talk to them, and we have a conversation. You called that agent, yep. and you just said, hey, uh, hey, this so-and-so, I can't remember. I don't know what their names were, yeah. but they, they called me. Uh, it sounds like they've been working with you. Uh, they want to see a couple houses on here. Let's let's do this together. You know, I mean, let's work out a referral uh, yep. or, or whatever it's going to take. Let's make sure that they get the right house. But it can get really sketchy if suddenly you just steal that client from that other agent. Yep. And then suddenly that other agent says, hey, I also have a contract with you, buyer A, and, and now buyer A owes me 3% yep. as well, right? Yep. So I think what you did was great. Call that agent, figure it out that way, figure it out with the other agent, and be truthful to them, you know? Yes. Um, there's agents here in St. George where I'll do some cold calling. In fact, some of the top agents in town, I'll cold call, and they say, hey, I'm torn between you and then also this other agent here mm -hmm. i'm like no worries give me a second i'll call you right back i get on the phone and i call that agent and say hey he's torn between us both yeah let's do it together yep. you know then he gets everything that he wanted out of you and he gets everything that he wants out of me yep. you know and you know what sure we're gonna have to split commissions in half right it's what it is it is what it is yep. but that's what this client needs right now okay and i think all of us try to be selfish with it in a yep. lot of ways. You have to be selfish at times, but at the same time, I mean, if there's certain houses here in town where it's hard to get things sold with just one agent, yeah. you know? I mean, sometimes you have to be sitting at an open house and you have to have it open seven days a week. Yeah. And 
it it sucks to do that if you're on your own. You yeah. know, the great thing about being on a team uh, like Team Honey is, let's say Jeremy gets a listing, Hannah, who you get, who we talked about a little bit ago, Hannah, Chad, myself, Christine, any of us, we're gonna say, hey. Let me sit at your house tomorrow, you know, yeah. and because we want to go be out in front of those clients and we can kind of work together on it. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, well, that's that's the hunter mentality that we've talked about in the gatherer. Um, ask the questions, you know, yeah. do, do the right things with your agent. Make sure they're saying the right things. Um, yeah. You know, and we don't want to harp on it too long, obviously, but and, and I definitely believe in the build up method, but also super high on. I'm going to say what I feel yeah. and what I see. Yeah. And, and if, if you are an agent that feels like you're a gatherer and you think that that's better, please come in here and sit down and we'll have a great conversation about it. Yeah. And I can show you the disservice that's being done to your client through that. And that's what we're here for. I think that the, like, yeah. the, I'm so frustrated because there's so many for sale by owners, right? There's a lot of for sale by owners. And you call them and they're like, I'm not using an agent. Absolutely. And All the time. Every day. Every day. And it's it's not that they think that they're an agent or they can do it. Some, there is those, yeah. right? That does yeah. exist. They And they've probably sold enough houses that when they feel like that, they're okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But most of the time it's because somebody didn't do them right. For sure. Right? And now they're putting themselves at risk. One they're going to sell the house for less. I'll almost guarantee it. There's a 22% margin yeah. when you use an agent compared to when you do for sell by yeah. owner. Like they're, they're going to hurt it's, themselves. It's not close. It's not even it's close. Not, no, yeah. And then you have all the paperwork. Those are costly mistakes. If you yeah. mark the wrong box when you're doing the paperwork. Who's liable? Yeah. yeah. You're, now you're liable and yeah. you're going to be paying. Yeah. Are you, are you prepared to pay an extra $50,000 out of this house because you made a mistake? Who's liable if we do it? Well, we are. Exactly. Right. right? And I think that's why people have their taxes done by a CPA. Yeah. Right? Because if suddenly the government calls them and says, hey, we're, we're going to audit, audit you, you get a call from the IRS, I mean, luckily a lot of that liability is put on the professional yep. shoulders, right? Yep. Um, and this is what I would just say to everybody right now thinking about doing it for sale by owner, okay? Get other opinions first. Yes. Right? You know what? I'm, I'll be lying to you if I stand here and say, you're never going to sell your house if you do it for sale by owner. Yeah, you'll sell it. At the moment, yeah, you'll sell it. Absolutely. But everybody, the thought everybody has is, oh, well, I'll sell it, but then I'm going to have to pay between 4 and 6% to an age, to agents in order to list the house and sell it for me there, right? Well, guess what? If we can sell it for an extra 10 to 15%, which is actually common, sometimes even 20% plus is even more common, if we can sell it for that much... The four to six percent means very little because we just made you more between twenty to a hundred thousand yeah. dollars extra. Yes. Right. Um, now, with that said, the agents who are calling you for sale by owners every single day, they are the agents who are just out here trying to gather whatever they yep. can get. Right. Yep. They're the ones who are saying, "Oh, one and a half percent." Right. You're not getting anything different from a for sale by owner than you're getting with that agent. Right. So. Yes, if you get a hunter agent who's out there marketing your house, he's worth 4 to 6%. In fact, a lot of them are worth more than that. Yes. But if you get that agent who's just gathering it, do for sale by owner, yep. right? And you might as well keep doing it until you find that agent who's actually going to market your house and actually actually get it sold. Yes, get it sold. That's easy. But get it sold for as much money as humanly possible. It will be the difference between you having your 700 net and having 760 net or 800 net, right. you know? Um, I had one last year and it was, uh, well, I guess it was summer of 2019. They wanted to get 1.4 out of the house, okay? 1.4 million. I was up at Sand Hollow. They wanted to get 1.4 million. 
I told them I was going to list it at 6%, and they didn't want to. And I said, hey, here's the catch. I'm going to sell your house yeah. for about $300,000 more than what you want. Yes. Okay? When it was all said and done, they netted just under $1.6 million. Yep. Okay? So they actually – they were very hesitant to hire me because of my prices. Yep. I actually got them in their pocket nearly $200,000 more than they originally expected okay? yep. and what they were originally going to be getting as for sale by owner. That happens every single day when somebody posts their, their for sale by owner on Zillow. Unfortunately, they're talking to the wrong agents, the, the ones who are calling them constantly Daily. saying yeah. whatever it takes. I mean, 1% or whatever it is. What are you going to get for that 1%? It's nothing. You know, nothing. Nothing more than you, now it's just going on the MLS and it might go on Realtor.com instead of just Zillow. It's right? truly giving you no benefit because yeah, of course there, you you can list on Zillow yourself, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. then every agent that's doing their job is looking at those houses anyway if they're not on the MLS yeah. for their clients, right? They're looking for them, so it, it it really does no benefit for you to hire someone that's willing to cut their their right. salary that far, right? Because right? they're not providing you a value. Yeah. The other thing I, w- I like to tell them when I talk to these people is like, look, I know you've got a thousand phone calls. I can tell because your phone, you had to call me back. You yeah. didn't answer your phone. Yeah. It's my job to answer my phone, yeah. and I answer it. Matter of fact, my phone's been blowing up since we've been doing this. You can hear it ding, Test ding, us. ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. going off, and there's very few times I block out certain times of the day that I do my prep for the yeah. day and these things. Very certain times that I won't call you instantly, but I always yeah. get back to you within 30 yeah. minutes to an hour, always. Well, and, and hence this podcast, right? Yeah. We're here. But we got here before 8 a.m. because we figured, hey, you don't want to call a whole bunch of people before yep. nine, right? Yep. I mean, you're going to wake people up. So, so you do this not during business hours, you know. Yep. And figure that out. Whatever business you're in is time block. You know, yep. I think that's one thing that we try to teach a team, honey. That I'm terrible at right yeah. now. You know, I'm think- terrible at saying, hey, I got to make my phone calls from from 9 a.m. until noon every single day. And then all of a sudden it comes 9.30. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm way behind. <laughs> I'm behind. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, do that in whatever business it is. And I think you do a great job of that. In fact, the book that you wrote, it I think, that. helps get you yeah. through the day on on a good time. It so. does. And it, it keeps track. And there's a magical number in there. It says 100, right? And it's right. a big box. You have to get to that box every day. And yeah. then there's beyond that. You have to make 100 calls or 100 yeah. contacts a day to really be successful in anything sales. Right. You've right. got to do it. And, and I check it off every day and I use the different colors. I'm not a selfless plug here. I'm not yeah. looking to sell more books, but it have a system like that that goes through. And I think yeah. we should do one of these on time blocking. I think it's right. helping agents would really understand that. Of and course. it would help anybody in sales. It would. Like, like you need to understand when you're when you're hunting. You know, yeah. this is the time that you hunt and then this is the time that you clean up what needs to be done. Right. You know, taking care of the kill that you already right. had or all that stuff. So like we should really do a show on that too. I'll make that note so that we can do that of in course. the future, it, you know. And I think adding on to that is also, when's your time to not be doing anything associated with yes. this? When's your time to go hang out with your kids yep. and your wife? Downtime. Um, that's something that I've had to learn a lot of. I'm having a child sometime between Soon. now and the next two weeks. <laughs> I should have Any a son minute. coming. So, so uh, I mean, people forget to block that out yep. in their lives. And I think that makes them enjoy their job less or they start enjoying their job so much that it hurts their life at home. Yep. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I've been through that to the point where I said, you know what? I got I, I love working. I love doing sales. I love doing real estate. But I've also got a life that's going to be beyond that when someday I do retire, yeah. right? I want to make sure that everything I'm doing is for 
that life yeah. with my family, with uh, with my wife, with my kids, for my dogs. I mean, that's that's what we're in this for, and people forget that in a, in a lot of businesses. I agree. Um, and again, that's time blocking, right? Yeah. It's it's time management. Um, right now, again, my wife is very pregnant, right? She's yeah. she's over eight months pregnant, and luckily she's not working at the moment. Yeah. So we have a lot of time. I go home in in, in the evenings and and get to hang out. And with we her. get to hang out. Yep. Before she was working, she would go to work actually at five, uh, and she'd be home at ten. We'd hang out for like an hour at night, and that was it. Yeah, it's rough, it's you know. Hard. It, it, it's hard, and and I think that's something that both of us have learned over these past couple months, where she's been off of work. It's like you know what that time that you get to be together with your family and uh and you're not focused on oh what's that one for sale by owner uh gonna say to me tomorrow when uh when i call him back you know when you're not focused on that i mean that's what actually makes your job fun yeah because then you realize hey all the work that i did during the day now we get to go have that nice dinner at Anasazi or the Painted Pony or some fancy fancy place in town, or or we can take that trip to LA or, yeah. or Hawaii, whatever it is. So so remember what you're working for, and I, I think that's a big thing that honestly the gathers the gatherers have a hard time doing. They do because they're working just to build up their bank account. Yep. Okay, um, I'm working to invest my money into the things that. I can see my future in yep. right? I see my future in my family. I'll put a little bit into the stock market. I'll put in a little, a little bit into like cryptocurrencies, whatever it is. Yesterday, you and I, you yeah. brought in your basketball cards. Yeah. Jeremy and I were very into to sports, yeah. both of us. I'm, I'm probably drive my wife insane with my, <laughs> with too. my love of sports. But uh, um, he brought in his, his sports cards the other day. We started looking through them, and then all of a sudden, we started looking up prices. And we realized that Jeremy, like you've got few, like you got quite a few thousand dollars yeah. worth of cards in here. He didn't have a clue they were no, worth that much. Not now. Jeez, I've had those since yeah. I was a kid. You yeah. Know? And then he called me at seven o'clock last yeah. night, just saying, "Dude, I just found this card that I have," and I do the same thing. And, yeah. and I've got a whole bunch of sports cards at home that that I get graded and sell. And, and that's also just a fun thing about being on a team. Yes. You know, otherwise, like we have friends. Yes, we we're able to work, do our work together. We help each other get through our yep. work. But we're on a team, and you know, more than that, like some days you go to work and you're like, Ugh, I just don't want to do it today." Screw it. Let's go to Fiesta Fun. Let's go play mini yeah. golf. Or let's go bowling. You yeah. know, sometimes that's actually a more productive work day yeah. than sitting at your desk just being like, okay, should I just post something on social media? What should I do? Yep. You know. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's something I've seen in you that that that's great. I love how you're able to be, you're able to have do a few things at once yeah. and, and make it so that your your girls. How many girls do you have? Two girls. Well, I have two at home. One that's older and gone already. Perfect. But, yep. So, uh, but I mean, they've been in the office, and I mean, I, I, I can tell that you work for them, right? Absolutely. You work to make sure that their lives are better. You, what you're doing for yourself? I mean, you bought those sports cards how many years ago? In oh, the early nineties, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm I'm at the state right now. Like I bought a bunch of sports cards in the past five years. I yeah. spent way too much money on it, right? Yeah. But it, you, it, once you have those kids, you're like, okay, I can't spend. Twenty thousand yeah, dollars this year on on baseball cards, <laughs> right. right? You can't do that. No, somebody needs braces. Of course, of course, <laughs> yeah. and that's what I'm about to realize probably in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. It's like, okay, I now I really know what I'm working yep. for. But, um, anyways, one last question for you, and we could just talk about this before we end. Uh, you're brand new, right? Yep. You're, you're brand new to real estate, yep. to real estate yep. sales. So, 
uh, you actually already have something under contract, nearly $600,000. You're hustling out there every day. What have you noticed in the market? What have you noticed uh, as somebody who's new? uh, Right now, we've got 350 houses for sale in Washington County, and then we've got 489 lots for sale in Washington County. Yeah. Median house price is 419. Uh, at the moment. So what have you noticed so far? Do you feel like, oh, this is a market that's really easy to get listings or, or, or easy for buyers to find houses? What are you seeing just as a new? Well, it, obviously there's a lack of inventory, right? Like that that's the standard in St. George right now. There's right. just not enough houses. Got a lot of people moving here. Um, what I see, it, it, it's hard to find a house for a buyer. And what I mean by is the, it lists and there's 10 offers, Yeah. right? So your buyers are like, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a house. I want you to buy it too, you know, but like I took one the other day and showed it to them and it just wasn't right for them. I could feel it. They were kind of anxious about it. They kind of yeah. wanted to do an offer. Yeah. And I said, this, this isn't right. We're not, sh- the truck isn't going to fit in the garage. You don't want to park that thing outside in St. George. Yeah. You know, like it's just not right. I, I want you to go home. Let's talk about an offer tomorrow. Yeah. And they're worried because of the market, right? Yeah. It's going to list and sell. It's it'll, be, it'll be sold. It'll be gone. Right. And I told them, I said, so what? Yeah. <laughs> Don't move into there. And then in six months go, oh, what did yeah. we do? Yeah. Like, no, no, let's wait and do that. And that's the, what I see. And I see a lot of people throwing offers on stuff. And then yeah. now I'm seeing more than ever. And and I just saw this on the one that I, I got under contract. You, you see people listing them really high. And then they're expiring, yeah. right? Or yeah. they're going, we actually got them to come off the price. I come to them and said, no, we'll come in at this because yeah. that's where it was because yeah. they listed really high and we got a deal on it. Under asking price. Under asking yeah. price. Like you can do that if yeah. you if you work it a little bit, but yeah. most people are just throwing them out there. Yeah. And then the offers are getting canceled. You know, they're not getting done because they can't get financed because they're way above appraisal. Right. You know, all that stuff. So there's, there's just a lot going on right now where... The pure laziness, maybe, yeah, yeah. of people, or just the excitement of making money, yeah. no matter, and not having to worry about tomorrow, well, is an issue. And I think what you've been doing is is so good, and that, this is what we try to teach with Team Honey is is uh, you, you'll see on our social media that we we post when somebody closes a house. Yes, yeah, for sure. A lot of those houses say represented buyer at yeah. the bottom. Right now, if you're a buyer's agent, it's tough. Yeah. It is really tough. You hear all these agents talk, oh, listing's the way to go. You just got to get listings, get listings. Great. Of course, we all want listings, yeah. of course. But if we all start using that mindset, it's like, oh, buyers are so tough. I don't even want to deal with that right now. Well, what's going to happen in the market? Yeah. What? We're just going to say, sorry, uh, 250 Unfortunately, there's nothing for you to buy. Good luck. Yeah. Better luck next. No. Uh, make some more money, right? No. So... What we do and uh, what we do for our buyers and, and what Jeremy has started doing now is you get these buyers who say, hey, I want a house. I want to pay nothing more than, than $250,000 for it. I want three bedrooms and I need a two-car garage. Well, you're shit out of luck, yeah. right? <laughs> Unfortunately, at the moment, that's what you're going to get. That right there is what I would say 99.9% of agents in St. George What's are going to say at the yeah. moment, okay? What we do is we go back, okay? We go back to 2017 to 2018 and look at all the houses that were for sale that maybe expired. And a lot of those houses that were for sale that expired were only worth 150 to 180 at that time, right? Well, you call them back now and you say, hey, I have a buyer, right? And 
we're willing to pay two fifty, maybe even a little bit more, which is seventy to eighty thousand dollars, even a hundred thousand dollars more than what you had it listed for a couple of years ago, right? Right. So we actually call those sellers and the ones that are not on the market. Just because it's not on the market doesn't mean that we won't find you a house. Yep. We're going to find you a house. It's just a matter of how we're going to get it. How we get it. We're going to have to call sellers. We're going to have to call neighborhoods and just say, okay, who's willing? Who's willing to buy a house? Yeah. And uh, sometimes when you get a call from a real estate agent. And they're just saying, hey, do you, are you willing to sell your house or somebody else? It might be because they have a buyer and they're actually trying to find the, find those buyers yep. a house. Right now, you have to. You do. Um, but uh, I think that's something that you do really well is, is we get these buyers who are, um, unfortunately, on the actual MLS or for sale by owners, there's nothing available. Well, we're going to find that house for them. I go old school. I'll yeah. go right out to the neighborhood. Like if we put in and we can't get the house we want, yeah. I go right out to that neighborhood yep. and I go up to the door and I, and I don't knock right now because I don't want, I want to respect people's yeah, COVID stuff, COVID, you know, whatever they want to do. And, yeah. and I don't want to intrude, yep. but I, I'll stick something on their door and, and it's a, I have an actual buyer for your house. Yeah. Call me if you're interested in seeing what yep. we could get it for, if yep. we could sell it for you. Um, and, and I've got a few calls, right? People interested. I had one that, you know, they really wanted another house. We couldn't get that one. Yeah. So we're working on selling their house or finding the house for them to move to. Yeah. Then we're going to sell their house. And, and it, that just comes from good old door, door hanging. It does. Know? It does. And then it comes from knowing what you have and knowing what clients you have yeah. and what their needs are. Because uh, amongst Team Honey right now, we've got, I think our sync CRM has well over 1,800 people in yeah. it altogether. Yep. I mean... In every single price range, whether that's a $50,000 trailer, yep. a $250,000 three-bedroom home, or a $2 million mansion, every single price range, we've got multiple clients looking in there right, right now. You know, right. So if you have a house that you want to sell, I don't care what the price range is, I promise you we, can, we have a buyer for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Right? And we have somebody who's going to be able to make an offer on your house so just call us i promise you we've got somebody who's probably yeah. ready to go yeah. um now with that said um i'm not going to tell you okay this is how much they're willing to pay just take the offer yeah no now we're still going to make this make sure you get the best offer but For just sure. know we have people who, who want to buy the they house. want to buy the house yeah and and what we do a lot is we drop commissions then if we have yes. buyer and sell at the same time a lot of times we'll we'll run into that situation yeah. so I, two extra shows that we need to do eq yep. you know emotional intelligence when we're talking to our customers right you know our buyers and our sellers how are we interviewing and what are we saying of course that's another one we need to do and then the actual commission we need to really go into depth about when you do cut yeah right yeah like if if you're working with a builder per se and they're going to build 100 homes and you're yeah. going to sell all those different of course that's a bulk deal right of course but you shouldn't be cutting for bulk deals for everyday customers that you're listing your house that's right, right? that's and right. we'll do a full show on that um and, and bring people in and talk to them about it yeah. so but i think that's about it man i think it's a great place to start yeah it's a good start i mean everything will be a little each episode will different be different we'll have different people on the show and i mean i think i think it's a good way to to, to begin and yeah. and kind of tell a little bit about what we do, I think hunter gatherers is a great uh, it's a great subject. And just remember that for whoever you're hiring in whatever whatever industry it is, it doesn't have to just be real estate. This applies to everybody. Um, so so remember that when you're trying to make that hire, or if you are um, if you are that person in the industry. Think about yourself. Think about what what you're going to be. Are you going to be that gatherer? Are you going to be the hunter yep. who actually goes out and makes it happen 
and makes it happen the best for the clients. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing about the show here is we're here to provide service, of course. right? We won't provide value. So yeah. if you have questions, if anybody out there, you know, agent, customer, whatever it is has a question, send it in to us. Um, you can get me at my phone number, 435-619-5730, or super simple agent lamp, L-A-M-P-H, at gmail.com. And what, where do they get a hold of you? Yeah, I'm Carson Jones, uh, J-O-E-N-S. So uh, I'm sorry we spelled it super yeah. weird. Some yeah, your family back in the did day, something. They screwed me up. But uh, <laughs> 435-669-6694. Uh, otherwise, it's just CarsonJRealty at gmail.com. So awesome. you can also visit our website. It's MyHomeFinderUtah.com. Uh, and feel free to get on there. You can actually search the entire MLS right on our website. I think it's better than Zillow. It's better than uh, Realtor.com. I mean, it is the place to search for houses. So my my homefinderutah.com.